David W. Palmer. Mark 4:29 AFE, and when the grain is mature, immediately he puts in the sickle, for the harvest has come. We begin today by freshly noting that willpower or intellectual power can never take the place of faith or produce its results. We don't directly choose greater faith any more than we can use mind power to grow a seed, Mark 4:27, or willpower to grow our muscles. Yet, like the farmer of Mark 4, we can understand and choose to operate the conditions for seed growth. Growing faith is the same, it begins with a seed word from God, then by understanding the principles of seed growth. By choosing to use these principles, we can set up the conditions for our faith to grow. After all, Jesus said we need to have faith as a mustard seed, Matt. 17:20. His emphasis was on the process of growth, not just the small size of the seed to begin with. Thankfully, God has given us all a mustard seed of faith, so to speak, we have all been given a measure of faith, Romans 12 3 KJV. No matter how small it is to begin with, we can grow it through the steps of Abraham's faith, until we become strong in faith, and then become fully persuaded. Full persuasion describes faith that has grown to the point that releases a manifestation. To explain this, Jesus says that when faith has reached this stage, it is like when seeds have finished the process of sprouting, taking root, growing, maturing, and are now ready to harvest. This is when the results of faith are manifested, including holiness. Mark 4 26-29 DKJV, And he, Jesus, said, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should throw seed into the ground. 27, And should sleep, and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up, he does not know how. 28, For the earth brings forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after that the full grain in the ear. 29, But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he puts in the sickle, because the harvest has come. The Apostle Paul reveals that faith also has a law, the law of faith, Romans 3:27 KJV. He shows that its function is quite simple. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by God's Word, Romans 10:17 NKJV. When we hear God speak, faith always comes. We sow it in our hearts when we receive it humbly and worshipfully, ready and willing to fully believe and obey it, even if we simply cannot see how we can do this. Faith grows first by taking root in the soil of a weed-free, rock-free heart. It then needs the nutrition of continually hearing God's Word. It needs the sunlight of truth and honesty. It also needs the fresh water contained in a stream of God's life-giving words. Like our muscles, faith needs both nutrition and exercise to grow. We exercise it by putting it to work wherever and whenever we can, beginning with small steps and projects, and growing it by increasing the challenges. Faith is released through our words and actions. Primarily, it is released in words according to Jesus in Mark 11:22-24. Note, faith-inspired words and actions come from the overflow of God's faith-bringing words in the heart. Knowing that faith comes by hearing from God, however, forces us to ask another question, when and how does God speak? We want to know this so we can receive His holy power by faith. Again, this is a topic requiring its own book, but here we will look at one very important way God speaks to us, this is the one that relates to growing our faith. To understand this, let's go again to Mark 4, where Jesus teaches us how His kingdom works. He begins in verses 3-8, to where He articulates the parable of the sower. Then He explains to His disciples what it means. But first, He prefaces His explanation with this statement. Mark 4 13-14 DKJV, He said to them, don't you see, no, this parable? 
How then will you know, have knowledge of, all parables? 14. The sower sows the word. Obviously, from what Jesus says here, this parable pictures something that is foundational to the whole of his kingdom. This teaching is the key to unlock our understanding of how we are to function in God's system. Jesus says that God's word works like seeds. Knowing that faith comes through the word, we need to understand, in particular, that the faith that releases grace will come to us through God's words. These faith words will produce a harvest of grace when we treat them as we would seeds. We need to plant them in our hearts, water them, nourish them, keep them we free, and safe from predators. If we do our part, the seeds of God's word planted in our hearts will do theirs, they will grow and come to harvest, resulting in faith that pleases God. This is the faith that receives grace, and allows a manifestation of His holiness in and through our lives. Today, we need to boil all of this down to the most fundamental aspect of faith in God, it is relational. The questions we need to ask ourselves are, how much do I really trust God? If He promises me something, do I really trust Him with all my heart that He will keep His word? Do I trust Him to take over my finances, well-being, future, security, and career completely, even if it looks like what He is saying or leading me to will not work out? In other words, do I trust Him with my whole life? Jesus set the example in this, to all observers, and even to His own flesh and intellect, it looked like His Father was killing Him. But, because He trusted implicitly, His Father used this apparent, ultimate loss to promote Him to the most significant place, with the highest name, the ultimate safety, and eternal security. Jesus certainly didn't lose by trusting Father, and you won't either. Work on planting and growing faith from seed to harvest, today.